Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. The news of the day, of course, is the retirement of Tom Brady for the second time, but it certainly feels like this one is for good. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, a guy that covered Tom Brady for a long time up in Boston as a member of the New England Patriots, Mike Reese, of course, of ESPN NFL Nation. He joins us right now. Mike, it's uh, Canty and Carlin. Appreciate a few minutes and you know, I think we we're all probably a little bit surprised this morning when we saw the video, but, you know, knowing Brady as well as you do from covering him as long as you did, uh, give me your reaction when you saw this one and contrast to compare it to the one one year ago today. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, you know, at my first reaction was a little bit of surprise just from a football standpoint because I watched him, and, and even though the season didn't go the way they, they hoped down in Tampa and, and Tom struggled at times, I, I still watched him and said he, he still had a lot to offer as a player. And, and it seemed like yesterday I was reading about, hey, could it be the 49ers? Could it be the Raiders? Back to Tampa, Tennessee. Like some even floated New England you know, as a possibility. So that part of it was a surprise to me. And then the part that wasn't a surprise to me was just the idea that he's stepping away uh, from a, for personal, you know, the, the personal side and, and just seeing how the season seemed to weigh on him from afar. Like, I haven't been around him for three years, but it seemed like it weighed on him a lot. And, and that part of it didn't surprise me, the reason that I believe he's ultimately stepping aside. So, Mike, in your many years of covering Tom Brady, I, I guess as a retrospective, I, I mean, what are some of the things that stood out to you about Brady? Chris, it was how he treated everyone with such respect, from people in my position to the last player on the practice squad. You would go up to anyone in the locker room, say, give me a Tom Brady story, and they all had one. From the guy who like joined the team midseason, who would go up to Tom and, and say, hey, you know, I'm a rookie free agent from Hofstra, Kyle Arrington. And he goes, oh, no, Kyle, I, I know who you are, you know. You were down in Tampa before, and we're glad to have you. We, we might need you sometime, so be ready to go. And Kyle Arrington would be like, what? He knows who I am? And, and it was the, the lengths and the efforts that he made to make everyone feel like they were the most important person to what they were doing. Mike Reese, of course, of ESPN NFL Nation, covering the Patriots with us on the news of Tom Brady retiring. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Mike, a lot is always going to be made of the relationship with Belichick. You saw it up close. Describe, well, just separate fact from fiction in what that relationship was and how it developed over the years. Oh, man, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, it's hard for me to separate fact from fiction, you know, because it's, there's so much that's been out there. I guess the best way for me to answer it is to just tell you how I viewed it. And I think they were the perfect pair in that Bill Belichick treated Tom Brady 
not like a superstar, but like any other player on the roster. And Tom took it, and because he did, it set such a tone for everyone else in the organization. And I, you know, I think it was Chad Ochocinco who told the story when he was here, and I want to, you know that one season where he was in the team meeting and Belichick's just going after Tom in the Mm -hmm. team meeting. Chris, think about it. When you were in a team meeting, like your head coach going after your star quarterback and Chad Ochocinco sitting there thinking, I was in Cincinnati, now I'm in New England. Like, this is the way they do it here? (laughs) Tom took it, right? Chris, Tom took it. And so to me, like, that lasts for 20 years. Like, I think Tom's a special guy. To, to, I don't want to say, I guess to take it, you know, and I think Bill is such belief in his approach, right, that he just kept going right up to the end. Mike, we're all trying to wrap our minds around what we witnessed from Tom Brady over 23 years and, and the greatness um, that seems unparalleled when you start looking at the great players in the annals of NFL history. But I, I want to ask you, because you've been around the team so long, what's the moment that encapsulates what Tom Brady is all about? Like, what is the play? What is the moment that you saw where, where, where it really defines who Tom Brady was as a person and a player? Oh, man, that is so hard to pick one. But I'm going to tell you the first one that popped in my head right when you asked the question, and it was – the picture that was in the Boston Globe the night that they fell behind the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl, 28-3, and Brady was on his knees because the Boston Globe, their early edition, painted up, which you have to have printed, really, honestly, before the game's over because they're trying to get it, you know, to far out places. They basically had the picture of Tom on his, on his knees in despair because they figured they were going to lose the game. And that, to me, is the moment that sort of captures it because you're down 28-3 in the second half of a Super Bowl. The odds say you have no chance, Mm. and he leads you back. Mm. And I just, for so many reasons, I think of that and that picture and that moment um, and, and then what ultimately happened as just what Tom was all about. He rose up. You know, when all the chips were down and they needed it most in the most pressure situations to win championships. Yeah. You know, Mike, we're talking to Mike Reese, ESPN NFL Nation, covers the Patriots, covered Brady for such a long time. You know, you hear the the different stories that you're talking about you got from players and such. Do you have a story in particular of when you were covering Brady that sticks out for you? Well, it's a little bit personal in nature, and it's like the same way he did it with players, guys. He did it with people that covered him. And so, you know, I would go up to his locker, and I'd, I'd want to talk football, and he would turn it to, how's, he, how's your wife and kids doing? Because our kids are sort of the same age, and we would share stories. And so I think it was Christmas Eve. I actually had my kids with me down at the stadium to do something for work, and he happened to be driving in. Um, to the stadium, and he saw us walking in, and he pull, rolled down the window, and I, I starts talking to my kids, you know, hey, what, you know, what are you looking forward to getting for the holidays? And I just was watching my kids talk to Tom Brady, and 
Like, I mean, I don't even think they knew what was happening because he didn't have his jersey on. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, that's Tom Brady, right? And they're like, yeah, we know it's Tom. Like, they couldn't believe he was talking to him, you know? And I think, to me, that's a story that stood out, just sort of a, a genuine guy um, with this fierce competitive streak on the field. It's what the owner, Robert Kraft, had said to me today when I asked him. He goes, that combination of, like, this caring love that he gives out, but then he gets on the field and it's this fierce competitor he said it was a very unique mix and that's sort of what i witnessed as well mike when i was drafted into the nfl the veterans in the locker room told me to leave the game better than you found it and there's no doubt that tom brady has left the nfl better than he's found it being the marquee of the league for over two decades when you think about his legacy and how he has impacted the game of football as we see it today what stands out to you so the first thing I thought was, the, you know, the seven Super Bowl rings, but I think it, it's the, the age, like defying father time. And, and, and I'm almost embarrassed for myself when I think back to it. I remember when he was turning 40, I was making a big deal about, like, he's trying to do something no quarterback has done before, you know, win a Super Bowl at 40, you know, and I remember, I think it was Steve DeBerg was one of the only other quarterbacks who had, you know, started games at their four, whatever it was. You know, and it was like, he looked at me like, like, what are you talking, like, age is just a number, Mike, like, you know, and it was almost like he was like, let's get you off that line of questioning. And I think about it, you know, what he did after the age of 40, like that in itself was a great career, Chris. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hall of Fame career. That's what stands out. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, awesome stuff. We appreciate a few minutes. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Always love being on with you. Mike Reese, ESPN NFL Nation covering the Patriots and covered Brady for a long, long time. Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Tell me about Tom Brady, the quarterback. What are your strengths? Well, everybody tells me I have a pretty strong arm, which is which is good. I'm pretty accurate with it. Pretty good work ethic, so so I think I can get the job done. And the Super Bowl championships. What are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? In the end, my life focused on football. Fast forward 21 years. Fox win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you are the goat. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? I tell you, with his retirement, look at the quarterback situation in the NFC South. Ooh. <laughs> Kyle Trask is the only Buccaneer quarterback under contract. Oh man, it is a mess. I don't know if you know. I don't NFC know if you South. know this. Blaine Gabbert, not good at football. Yeah, that's not going to work out either. I mean, listen, man, the Carolina Panthers got problems. I mean, everybody's going to be looking for quarterbacks. Some of those teams are going to draft quarterbacks fairly highly in the NFL draft. But man, it is. A winnable division, to say the least. Oh, my God. Six wins. We might get it now. Kathy and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. I'll tell you, the, the, the most interesting aspect of this to me, outside of how great he was and all that, yeah. is the fallout from it. Because all I could think about last night is, man, if I'm Brian Gutekunst, if I'm Mark Murphy, if I'm the Packers, I am loving life. Brady's out. And I got a quarterback that wants to, or that I'm going to end up trading, that I want to move on from, whether or not Aaron Rodgers agrees with that. That's one thing. But 
there is significant fallout from this. Now, we had heard over the weekend from Adam Schefter that the Dolphins were not going to be involved on Brady. But, Chris, I mean, think about all the teams that needed quarterbacks and all the teams, uh, including especially the Raiders, who were going to be in on Brady. And now this is a major conundrum for them. It's not just not getting him. It's what now? Yeah, where do we go from here? Yeah. And I thought about... San Francisco, as soon as we got the news that Brock Purdy had a torn UCL and that he was going to be away from football activities, Carlin, for six months. So I just, San Francisco, they're in their championship window. They're not settled at quarterback to Las Vegas Raiders. All of a sudden, the division gets a lot harder now with Sean Payton joining the Denver Broncos. Um, you, you know, you look at around the landscape of football with, with programs that are missing a quarterback, and here Aaron Rodgers is. Um, right in the middle of it, and there are going to be teams that are competing for his services because that really is the only guy that you can look at out there in the landscape of guys that will be free agents or guys that will be available for trade that would be a definitive upgrade from what you already have. You know, there are the Derek Carrs of the world and the Jimmy Garoppolo's of the world, but there's levels to this, Carlin. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are a different level, even though those guys are 40 years older, 40 years old or older. So Tom Brady being off the board now – gives so much more leverage to the Green Bay Packers organization. And, and Carlin, I was thinking about this a little bit today. Initially, I felt like Aaron Rodgers had all the leverage in this situation with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Starting to feel a little shift here. Starting to feel a little bit of a shift here because when you think about it, it may seem like Rodgers is holding the Packers over a barrel because you know he, he, he can kind of dictate what he wants to do because there's this – thought that he could potentially retire. But, Carlin, ain't nobody walking away from $60 million. No! And Aaron Rodgers ain't got a no-trade clause. So the Green Bay Packers can send him wherever the hell they want to send him and dare Aaron Rodgers to walk away from that money. They're essentially holding $60 million hostage and telling Aaron Rodgers, we're going to get the best deal that we can for you, and hopefully we can work it out where it ends up being a place that you would like to go. But the reality is that Aaron Rodgers is going to want to get that $60 million because I don't know anybody that would turn down $60 million to play football for a year. And the Green Bay Packers all of a sudden have a lot more lot more teams to pit against each other in order to drive up the price. Well, here's Rodgers yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show. A little bit annoyed, as you would imagine. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in in Nashville, and and then I'll be up here, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then you guys and Packers, not in that order, and everybody else will, uh, will know at some point. See, he's still trying to position it like he's fully in control of the situation when it is so narcissistic to even consider that nobody would ever have discussions in the Packers organization about what their future is without involving you. But that's the thing, though, Carlin. That's a part of your job. Like, this is a part of the gig. If you're an NFL player, even a quarterback, teams, organizations are going to have conversations about what they're going to do with you moving forward. Yeah. And the name of the game is get younger and cheaper at every single position. And when the juice ain't worth the squeeze, i.e. paying a quarterback $50 million and not making the playoffs, they're going to try to think about moving off of you, which is exactly where Brian Gutekunst and team president Mike Murphy are. 
So I don't begrudge them for having these conversations without Rodgers when they've bent over backwards the last couple of years to try to appease Aaron Rodgers and were rewarded with what? Getting bounced from the playoffs earlier and earlier to not even making the damn playoffs. Well, I'm glad that you've come around on this, on the idea that the Packers do have some control here. No, not some control. Yeah. All control. Well, yes. You're going to walk away from $60 million? Go ahead and walk. Carlin, I... Go ahead. I had a veteran. Go to Tibet. Go nuts. I had a veteran player once tell me, if you know how much money you have, you don't have enough. Exactly. There's no way Aaron (laughs) Rodgers is walking away from $60 million to guest host Jeopardy. It ain't happening. Forget about it. He's going to play football next year. Now, I don't know what he's going to do beyond that. And I guess that's the portion of it where he would have to, I guess, He'd have to co-sign on whatever decision that they make because a team that's going to give up the kind of draft capital that the Packers are going to ask for is going to want more than a one-year commitment from Aaron Rodgers. So that might be where he has to work with them and they have to work with him. But ultimately, this is going to go the way the Packers want it to go. Yeah. Period. And I frankly, if Aaron wants to make this more difficult and make the Packers look like the bad guy, they've got more ammunition here than you do. Yeah. They they do because – a, America's getting sick of you. Yeah. B, Packers fans are sick of you. Yeah, they want you out. Remember, we, 75%. We, 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 the, the Wilde and Tosh post. Wilde and Tosh, you do a great job on ESPN Wisconsin uh, covering Green Bay Packers and, and Wisconsin sports. They had the poll, Carlin. 75% of Packers fans said, trade him already. Yep. Trade him already. We're done. This is a four-time MVP and a Super Bowl winner. They <laughs> treat you like a deity if you're a quarterback for the Packers that wins. Yeah, and guess what? They want him gone. Yeah. Listen, you want to go do Jeopardy? First of all, Blossom's better at it than you were. Oh, that, yeah. That's number one. Oh, Ken Jennings is yeah, runs, la- runs laps around Aaron Rodgers. You know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're a good quarterback. You know, Jeopardy host, not the best. No. No, 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 no. You're not Mr. Personality yeah, there. And I don't want to disparage him, but here's the other thing. And, and they actually do talk about it behind the scenes at Jeopardy, what their plan is without consulting you. Yeah. And here's the other thing, Carlin, and I want to put this out there. Because on a day where we're talking about the greatness of Tom Brady and how he ingratiates himself with teammates and the competitive fire, the obsession with being the best. Carlin, when we think about the resume, first of all, Tom Brady's only won three MVPs. Only won three MVPs, which is wild to think because he's been the face of the league for so long. And he's won so many championships. But Carlin, we were doing a little research. And Aaron Rodgers is known to be this great quarterback, not too long ago won back-to-back MVPs. Carlin, I looked up guys that won MVPs, quarterbacks specifically. Do you know that Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback to win multiple MVPs, not to play in multiple Super Bowls? They've been giving out MVPs for a long time. I mean, you got a lot of guys that have multiple MVPs, a lot of quarterbacks. Steve Young got multiple MVPs. You know, Peyton Manning's got multiple MVPs. Brett Favre has got multiple MVPs. Hell, Kurt Warner has got multiple MVPs. How many Super Bowls were Warner playing? Three? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these guys find ways. because They're viewed as MVPs to play in multiple Super Bowls. Now, we believe the Green Bay Packers are a functional franchise, right? Well-run organization, for the most part. Up until maybe, the last couple of years. Maybe not the last few years. Yeah. Carlin, why hadn't Aaron Rodgers gotten back to the big game? If he's so great at what he does, if he's that skilled, that talented, why can't he win when it matters most? Where's his competitive greatness? Being at your best when your best is required. 
Like all of these teams that are going to be pursuing Aaron Rodgers this offseason, I'm assuming have would have championship aspirations in making that move. Mm-hmm. Why haven't we seen Aaron Rodgers back in the big game? Even more so, why is it that the best receiver in the league today walked away from more money to not play with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, these are all questions. As I said in The Departed, these are questions that don't really have answers right now. So great players walk away from Aaron Rodgers. Great players run to Tom Brady. Yeah. Got it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Listen, Brady was in a position where he was going to have multiple suitors for his services. I can't understand why there haven't been more suitors for the services of Sean Payton, who has settled in Denver. We will explain the organizations who are going to regret not pursuing him. In just moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I I can't understand why Sean Payton was not you know, more in demand from a couple of other teams. And I understand that there was compensation involved. Doesn't matter. Sean Payton's a really good coach. Yeah, yeah screw the compensation, Carl. Yeah. And think about this. Sean Payton has had double-digit wins in nine of the 15 seasons he was the head coach of the New Orleans Saints and been to the playoffs nine times. Sean Payton helped Drew Brees be a 12-time Pro Bowler, pass over 4,000 yards 12 times, and over 5,000 yards five times. Now, Carlin, there ain't been nothing but 10 5,000-yard passing seasons. Well, 11 now with Pat Mahomes. There ain't that many 5,000-yard passing seasons out there. And Drew Brees has had five of them <laughs> under this dude. You think he knows football? Like, when I sit there and look at the AFC West landscape, you got a head coach in Denver that is now eye-to-eye with Andy Reid in terms of football acumen and offensive creativity, and Carlin, dare I say, being able to establish a culture. 
You're not at a coaching deficit when you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs if you're at you're the Denver Broncos. Now, the problem for you is you're at a significant quarterback deficit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Pat Mahomes is there. But what the Broncos have to be hoping is that Sean Payton can help them close that gap a little bit with the intangibles that he brings to the table. Now, as far as Russell Wilson and, and Sean Payton being a fit for Russell Wilson, this ain't how that's going to go. It's not about whether or not Sean Payton is a fit for Russell Wilson. It's going to be Russell Wilson fitting into what Sean Payton wants to do. Yeah. Because Sean Payton has more job security at this point based on their resumes and what we most recently seen from Russ than number three does. Right, but at the same time, I think we're clear that Sean Payton is going to take Russell Wilson, do everything that he does well, and maximize those skills. Sean Payton is not going to make a square peg fit into a round hole I here. disagree with you on that one, Why? Colin, because Russell Wilson ain't the same quarterback that we saw in Seattle competing and winning championships. No, but I'm He's talking not about that the skills that he, can, that he has now as but, opposed but, but to five Car- years but, ago. But, Carlin, in order to fit into what Sean Payton wants, that means Russell Wilson has got to get the football out on time. Of qualified quarterbacks, Russell Wilson was bottom three in terms of snap-to-throw time, okay? He took the third longest on average to get the football out of his hands. The last five years for Sean Payton with Drew Brees, Drew Brees got the football out of his hand on average in less than 2.5 seconds, uh, okay. which would be top five in this season in the NFL. But look, he's going. his job first and foremost is to go in and help fix Russell Wilson, but it's not that Sean Payton – is in a position where, like, his job is on the line then. Because it's not. No, Sean Payton's job is not on the line. No. What I'm saying is that Russell Wilson has pressure to fit into what Sean wants to do. And what that means is Russ embracing the limitations that he has now as a player. Yes. And staying within the structure of the offense. How Russell Wilson was known for being a player that could go off schedule, second reaction plays, holding the ball a really long time. That's why he gets sacked a whole lot, Carlin. Mm -hmm. He holds the ball. He waits for things to develop. He does the scramble drill as well as anybody. But with Sean's offense, it's based on timing, getting the football out of your hands and to the playmakers. Russ is going to have to do more of that. I don't know if Russ can do that because we haven't seen him do that in his entire career. Look, there's no doubt that Russ is going to have to do an awful lot to adapt to what Sean is doing. That's my point. My point is simply this. Sean, at the same time, is not going to be dumb enough to not evaluate what Russ can do well now and try to accentuate that. It is going to be buy-in from Russ into what Sean is selling, but Sean has to help get Russ to buy-in by saying, hey, I I know you still do this. I know you can still do this. Let's work on these concepts and accentuate your strengths within the confines of what I'm trying to do. But why does Sean have to sell Russell Wilson on what he's Because they're trying to have success together, and Sean, listen, I I I think you and I both agree, Sean's not taking his job if it's a complete rebuild. It's not a complete rebuild. It's there's plenty of talent on both sides of the ball with that team. Well, you got the best you got the best defense in the division. I mean, you look at it by any metric. So they got pretty good receivers. You got pretty good receivers. We'll see what they end up doing with Jerry Judy, whether they decide to move him or not this offseason. But you got Cortland Sutton, you got Tim Patrick, you got KJ Handler, Javante Williams is going to be coming back. You've got pieces there on the offensive side of the ball. I'll, I'll the tell you qu- one the thing, question though. is what you're going to do with the quarterback. And Carlin, I, I got to say this, man. I don't know that Russell Wilson is going to be able to play at a high level in Sean's scheme. Now, I'm not saying that Sean can't think of innovative ways 
to try to adapt his system to what Russ does. But but Carlin, there's gotta be there's gotta be buy-in when it comes to playing within the structure of the offense. Because yeah. that's just who Sean Payton is. But I, and something I thought was very interesting, the one quote that's out there from Payton, uh, he gave to uh the New Orleans Time Picayune and NOLA.com was we need to help Russ by running the football more effectively and take some of the pressure off of him. I thought that was very interesting because when you're thinking about Sean Payton offenses, the first thing you're thinking of is not running the football. It's yeah. not running the football. It's it's throwing the ball. But, I mean, Sean Payton has always had a bevy of backs that can run the football. Listen, it was always Alvin Kamara was a perfect fit for them. Mark Ingram, the first time around, yep. was a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had plenty of guys. Deuce back McAllister, in the day. for Pete's sake. Oh, no question about yeah. it. Uh, I mean, you've had guys that have been able to run the football down in New Orleans. Like that, that's, I'll tell you this when they were rolling 2010, 2011, they were hell to deal with. And mm-hmm. they had, you know, arguably the best guard tandem in the league with Carl Nix and Jari Evans. And they were running downhill. I mean, so. Sean understands the value of a run game. He understands the value of an offensive line, and I think he will develop those things around Russ. But I don't look at this as a situation where Sean has to sell Russ on why what he's asking him is in the best interest of the team and in Russ individually. The resume that Sean has speaks for itself. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Up next, what do we do? We like to make people money. We suggest you pay attention. Play of the day, upcoming. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker at Play ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Canty and Carlin. The podcast. Uh, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Let us not waste any time, people, because what we like to do is to make you some money. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Uh, two nights ago, we gave you a winner. Three-leg parlay plus 483 if you're listening to us. That was a winner. And so we have another one for you tonight. Uh, The Celtics hosting the Nets on ESPN this evening. Yeah. Kyrie back in the building. Mm. Yeah. So with that in mind, 
We're going to stay away from the Celtics minus nine and a half. Yes. We're going to stay away from the money line. We're going to stay away from the over under at 224. Yes. What we are going to do is mix it up a little bit on this three leg parlay. We are going to go with Derek White over 11 and a half points. Derek White over 11 and a half points. And then we go, we go behind the arc with Jason Tatum. And with Royce O'Neal, Jason Tatum, over two and a half made threes. Royce O'Neal, over one and a half made threes. The Tatum over two and a half made threes feels like a gimme, doesn't it? I don't want to use the L word, but it feels like one of those where they're begging you to take it. Well, we're going to take it. If you look at the odds on it, minus 199. In other words, they expect it to happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. So we're gonna take it. Yeah, we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it. So again, three-legged parlay tonight: Derek White over eleven and a half points, Royce O'Neal over one and a half made threes, Jason Tatum over two and a half made threes. You know, it just reminded me. I need to look at something while we're still here. But I will do that now. That is your Canty and Carlin play of the day at plus. 388 plus 388. Let's go! Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. All right, Mr. Canty. Peeps? You familiar with Peeps? Oh, yeah. I love my Peeps. You love Peeps? I love my Peeps. Of course, the Easter marshmallow candy. Well, Ira Bob Bourne, a candy company executive known as the father of Peeps. He has passed away at age 98. He was pioneering the way the chick-shaped candies are made. So the inventor of the Peeps uh, has passed away. Yeah, I saw your... Your commentary on the group chat, the text messages that we we send each other on the show unit, and for you to disparage peeps in the way that you did and to not embrace this seasonal candy, this delight, this treat that brings a smile to the young and the old, it's just so disrespectful. I mean, listen. It's so callous. And, I, and I'm sitting here wondering to myself in that moment— what kind of animal do I have as a partner for somebody to talk so bad about a candy that puts smiles on so many people's faces? One with taste. How you about know, that? You're ridiculous. You're I ridiculous. Mean, peeps are The marshmallowy goodness of the peeps. Stop yourself. Hot Honestly. garbage. Stop yourself. If peeps are your primary achievement in life. It's not a primary achievement. It's a seasonal candy. Okay? I'm saying for it's Bob It's seasonal. Uh, Stosh. Let's bring Stosh in on this. Stosh peeps. Yes or no? Hot garbage. Thank you. You. Both, both of you have terrible taste. No. Peeps are atrocious. No, they're not atrocious. Oh. It's a seasonal candy. You don't have to have it all the no, time. jelly beans are a seasonal no, candy. No, no, no. Peeps are a seasonal candy. Jelly beans and peeps, this is the same time of year where you have them, right? It's around Easter, that kind of thing. That's when you have them, okay? Except jelly beans are good. Oh, here we it's the Easter are. version of candy Listen, corn. No. Yes, no, it is. No, it's it not. Is no, it's e- not. Thank no, it's you. not. No, it's Eric Hanneman, no, once not. again, no, you have crystallized my thoughts. No, 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 no. It is the Easter no, version no, of no, candy no. You guys are wrong. I can't, I can't tell you how wrong you guys are. Peeps are awesome. You only have them for a couple of months. You enjoy them while they're around, and then they go away after Easter, and 
You and see, thank you God see, I you, wish they would go you, you away see, You see him again in a year. Oof. You're a terrible person. You're just a terrible person. That, that peeps money is like blood money. <laughs> Honestly, that's terrible. You're putting that on the American public. Come on. Hey, how about Philly Mayor Jim Kenney? This is a great quote. We're going to blow the doors off this parade. <laughs> I'm on my way out, so I'll spend whatever they want. <laughs> wow. wow. This is his last year in, oh, of in course. office. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the misappropriation of exactly. funds. Exactly. It's all good. It's public money going to public use. We're going to celebrate our team winning a championship. <laughs> now, be careful, Jim Kinney. Don't be like the Cincinnati mayor. No. Don't be like the Cincinnati mayor. I'm no. just, just going to say that. Carlin, you and I have an early read on this game, but Jim Kinney, be careful. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. The last time a team and its politicians from that city decided they were going to go down that road, it didn't end well when they were facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, honestly, enough with the stupid bets between cities and mayors. Nobody cares about trading cheesesteaks for barbecue. Okay, let's not do that. Honestly, yeah, it's just silly. I mean, and still, I mean, as as much as I respect the cheesesteak, there is no comparison. Kansas City barbecue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking that all day over a cheesesteak. Mm. All day over a cheesesteak. I'll take the cheesesteak. Oh, you're ridiculous. Nah. You're being a homer. No. It's, no. Yeah, you're I, being I, a homer. I, That's never... because you've lived in Philly and nah. you're still in the area. You're being a homer. Last one. Josh Allen is skipping the Pro Bowl because of, quote, injury. He's playing at Pebble Beach this yeah, week. Yeah, that just shows you that they don't really care about the Pro Bowl. Here's the thing. Love if, it. Here's the thing. If they had pads on and you're still making them go through that, then that would be one thing. But Josh Allen, show up at the Pro Bowl. Listen, man. <laughs> don't, 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 he's don't, playing Pebble just, Beach. Listen, just I'll make that work. No, it's not like he's. this is his last time to play Pebble Beach. Come on, man. Just throw, you know, go to the Pro Bowl. Throw hey, it around. Listen. How you, many of us have skipped work to go play golf? Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. That's a fair point. I, mean, I, I would absolutely, absolutely skip work to go play golf. In I'm that still instance. stuck on you taking a cheesesteak over a slab of ribs. I don't understand. I, mean, it. I, I love ribs, it. too. But, yeah, your, your you food know. takes are questionable from now on. I mean, we got to put you in the same bucket as, uh, you know, Dan Orlovsky. Oh, no chance. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.